ready to roll. <clears throat> what day is it? Tuesday? Wednesday? I don't know what day it is. Goodness. Tuesday, I think. It's way too hot down here for me to um, be wearing this sweater, but you know, it is what it is. And uh, I've been dabbling. I don't know if I can say this online. I've been dabbling in um, microdosing with CBD and THC. So I got a little little Fox mug with some tea in it. A um, little THC tea. THC tea. Little tea. Got myself a little tea, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Anyway, hopefully it goes all right, and I don't just fall asleep in front of everybody. But oh. What a few weeks it's been. This starting up this seed swap thing, and then um, trying to I don't know just overcome the weather. The winter for me is so ridiculously brutal. I'm not really a fan of winter because it just I want to start seeds. I want to start uh, planting things and tilling the garden. Like I live off of manual labor and I want to be doing manual labor like all of the time and when I can't be doing manual labor I should probably be going to the gym but I'm not I mean look at me I'm not a guy that goes to the gym I'm not, a, I'm not Jimmy enough so don't need the gym when you got physical labor and you got the the farm boy I'm not a farm boy oh I can't believe I said that disgusting but I just, I think that people are putting so much of, hello, Lauren, hello, Nicole. Um, I think so, people are putting so much emphasis on what's going on politically in the world. And I care so very little about like the political goings-ons. I wish I could like talk effectively about the wef or trudeau or the conservative party and like i wish i cared more i guess i wish i had something oh you could send me eggs trevor i've got plenty of eggs i've got plenty of eggs here on the home i wouldn't say plenty i mean the winter time the girls slow down they're laying so they don't lay as much but i've still got we've got plenty of eggs here um but I wish that I could speak coherently about the goings-on in the world, but like the more and more I listen to the news and political sphere and just stuff online, I just care so, so little. So I wanted to give you an update on what's going on in my life um, and what I'm really excited about and what we're doing. Despite having not really posted in the last little while, we've still been creating, we've still been putting stuff out there and um, been making friends, you may see. This, this new hoodie and this hat, I got some from some friends of mine at Waterfowl East. We're working on a project, or hoping, I guess, to work on a project together. I'm going to learn to hunt this year, maybe. Um, I'm going to learn to kill some stuff. And I think that is something that is important for everybody to learn, but especially for men to learn, is how to kill. Um, goodness, I really hope this stream doesn't get taken down because of the talking about homestead stuff, but 
I think it's very important to be able to effectively and know, just know how to raise animals, whether it's um, pigs or being able to hunt or whatever it is. I think it's so important to be able to know that respect and that line between life and death because there's so much garbage going on in the world now that people just don't know how to deal with it, right? You don't know. Ugh, it's it's bad. So I want to learn to hunt. I want to learn how to have the respect both for my food and for animals and to become a better shot. I mean, historically, what humans did was the men would go out and be the hunters and they'd be gone for days. And then the women would take care of the take care of the animals and the or the farm animals, I guess, if there was any or the garden, they'd forage and take care of the kids. And now we just the roles are muddled everything's kind of kind of muddled and i'm hoping that we can learn more and more this year of how to hunt i mean don't get me wrong i'm not saying women shouldn't hunt i definitely want nicole to get into it but i think it's something that's specifically important for men because we need that that outlet i mean you, we've got so much of that pent up like aggression that we need to get out somehow and a lot of us get it out through manual labor and a lot of us get it out through um different facilities but um i think it's important to be able to do that to be able to know where your food comes from and to be able to harvest it i mean as much as I'm learning or I'm kind of distant from Native American or Native Canadian culture, I think there's so much to be learned from the culture because there's so much with regards to medicine specifically that modern medicine, I mean, look at what's happened over the last two years. Like medicine and science has been kind of up and down and yay and nay. And now I think we, we really need to focus on different types of, of medicine and different holistic methods of making your body healthier maintaining a healthy body because it's so important to focus on your overall health of your entire body rather than what i've seen and what has been historic in the last i don't know 15 20 years of doctors um putting band-aids on these symptoms which is just uh, nobody wants a band-aid um, to try and fix their problem because then what you end up is effectively the same thing as uh, homeopathy, which not saying I don't know enough about homeopathy to really be critical or um, pro at all. But I think when you are just putting band-aids on small issues as a physician, you're not really um, not really sorry uh might get hate mail but in our house pink jobs and blue jobs is our jam well yeah and i think men and women uh, not that i really want to go deep into this because it'll make people mad but men and women are built differently and that's no secret whatsoever we are physiologically differently we are mentally differently we are made to do certain things and we're good at doing different things so the more that women can not necessarily take on traditional roles out of necessity, but out of desire, I think men's or women love, like Nicole loves baking. Um, she's got a very much maternal instinct for taking care of our animals, like our cat. Um, but don't you can definitely hate on certain animals and stuff. But I think that with regards to a holistic method to treating your entire body, we are trying to figure out how best to 
learn and how best to heal or, or not even heal. We just don't want to get sick. We, for the last couple of weeks, got a little head cold. We were inside too long, just germs and whatnot. But I think the more that I've researched and looked into medicine, holistic, um, naturopathy, essential oils, I mean, a lot of this stuff that people over the last five to ten years have tried to say is just a bunch of snake oil has realistically, I think it helps. I think there is something that we have not really talked about with regards to microorganisms, specifically bacteria in the gut and the blood-brain barrier. I think there's so much to be said there that your body is in a symbiotic relationship. Your body is in a symbiotic relationship with these microbes. It's in a symbiotic relationship with these uh, viruses. And I think it's it's very important to realize and actualize that. And when you look to organizations like the FDA, like the CFIA, and you are expecting these gov government or regulatory bodies to be able to tell you what is good for you, um, effectively what they're doing is just telling you what's not going to kill you not what's going to heal you, not what's going to keep you well in the long run. And I want to stay well in the long run. I think things, even like I noticed, I've been brewing beer a little bit. Um, and, and the difference between me brewing my own beer and then drinking store-bought beer is, is vastly different towards the way that my body responds physiologically. So I think it's, it's very difficult to pay attention to what's going on um, sometimes because you get like in one ear this garbage coming in but then in the other ear you're like common sense is telling me something different and I think especially in the last couple of years people have really started to open their eyes and open their minds to different methods whether it be uh, traditional medicine or whether it be Chinese medicine or whether it's something in between People are really um, finding these things. And moreover, when you've got uh, provinces like Ontario that are moving towards or potentially moving towards a um, pay-to-play healthcare system, I think it's, it's scary that you can end up with a healthcare system that you're going to have to pay for. Hi, Matt, <laughs> and everybody joining. Yes, you didn't miss this one. Not yet, anyway. We're still going. Sawyer's coming down to say hi. He'll probably play in the dirt here in the basement. But I've just been really curious about holistic medicine. I mean, it's something that was brought on by my mom um, for years that she dove into. I mean, I tried to go to med school. That was something that I was really passionate about, physiology and just the human body and holistically how your body interacts. And I think as we go into this new age, as things get more expensive or things even become scarce, I mean, look at, at um, ibuprofen or kids Advil and stuff like that. So there's different medicines. There's a uh, child's formula that's getting either outlandishly expensive or straight up just not available. So when those things aren't available to you as a consumer, you're looking around or you're left wondering, like, what the frig do I do? And when you're able to look at some of the origins of some of these medicines, 
things like ibuprofen from or acetaminophen that comes from acetosalicylic acid, which the natives would chew on uh, birch bark for that. You start to learn, okay, that, that kind of makes sense. Or even things, I mean, for the last 10 years, and shout out back to my CBD or THC tea that I got going on here. Kind of mellows me out, treating my ADD or ADHD. Over the last 10 years, what we've seen is that marijuana or cannabis has kind of been the catch-all for uh, uh, healing everybody. And it's, it's not really true that it'll heal everything. I think it's good for a number of things, specifically anxiety. But I think there are different medicines or even Schedule 1 or um, various drugs um, that you can consume, use, and would be used to treat certain things. I mean, look at, at what happened to cocaine. I mean, cocaine decades ago, uh, I guess half a century ago, would have been put in Coca-Cola would have been used so so broad so widely. I mean, look at opiates. Opium would have been very popular years and years and years ago. So I think that there is those those things are are to be used, but I think the modern synthesized versions of those things are not necessarily as beneficial as they react physiologically. So the way that they would work in your body as some of these holistic methods. Now, that's not to say that you should just forego natural or forego modern medicine completely, because I think that can be very dangerous too. I think it's a healthy balance, but I think what we've seen, and even when I was in school, that we, we've discovered over the last 20 years is that we are overusing and being overprescribed medicine, specifically antibiotics. But I think what we're seeing now is more um, with regards to phage therapy and vaccination, and it's it's scary to live in a world with a lot of just information that you have to sift through. There's a lot of science out there that you can or can disagree with, that you can agree with. And a lot of the time, what you're looking for is going to end up being in your favor. You're going to find something that you are biased towards, things that may have been debunked, things that whatever. So in the long run, what we want to do holistically as a family is we want to be able to treat ourselves and maintain this symbiotic relationship between our food, our bodies, our entire essence, our being, if you will, and really have more of this, I don't want to say godly, but more this, this your, your body is your temple, right? So if you can treat your body right, if you can maintain this good relationship, both with your gut flora, but with any types of things that are going to impact your blood-brain barrier, things that are going to um, or could potentially help you, um, it, the, I think there's just so much that we've been thrown at over the last few years. And I think that we more than ever really need to be important as to what we or we need to pay attention as to what is going in our bodies, period. Whether it's food, whether it's beverages, whatever it may be, I think, and medicine, I think we need to really pay attention to what we are putting in our bodies. And the way we've started it is with regards to food, because we want to know where our food came from. I mean, that's not to say that if I go out and kill a deer or shoot a moose, that that moose could be sick or um, that 
It could have got into some unnatural whatever. It could have been drinking from a swamp, for all that I know. But I, I believe that animals have more of a penchant for or more of a natural um, inclination to actually eat real things, like tree bark um, and stuff like that, which then opens up a whole can of worms talking about glyphosate and talking about different issues of spraying our forests and cutting down our forests and whatnot. But I, I think that if you can really look to what's going into your food from a meat perspective, from a vegetable perspective, what I've been really curious about, and I'll probably jump on it. I hate, um, yeah, well, you don't know what's in that. When I say swamp, I mean um, a moose that is, like, there could be oil spills. There could be other pollution. There could be other garbage in that place that you really don't want to be consuming. Like, you're not going to go, you personally are not going to go drink out of a swamp. But then again, their bodies physiologically could be better adapted or better um, suited for drinking or eating out of that swamp to be able to filter that garbage and that madness. But what I've been curious about in the last little while, and I might jump on it, is the Sawyer's coming down with his tablet and everything. Um, what I might jump on is the uh, carnivore diet because I've heard really good things about it and I just don't know how I feel. The people that I've talked to that have done it um, are doing a lot better. Better is not the right word. Feel different than they have in the past. And we've got a number of species. I mean, I got goose, deer, moose, chicken, beef. I've got so many different animals in my freezer right now that it would be very easy. Um, I say easy. I don't think that, that it's very cost effective for, for certain people to go um, carnivore, strictly carnivore. But I, it's it's something I'm curious about and how it might change. I'm not, and I've talked to Nicole about this. I'm not a huge fan of diets in general, but very exclusionary diets. I mean, if you're talking veganism or carnivore or whatever, juicing, I think there's a lot of diets that can be really um, dangerous for your body. And you really need to be, again, you need to be careful of what's going in your body. So, should I go carnivore? I don't know. Um, I, I think it's, it's something worth checking out. It's something definitely worth looking into. Um, but you never know, right? And I think that when you grow things at home, I mean, we've got, look, I've got mealworms. You can see them behind me there. Um, I've got even just off that corner there, we're starting to grow uh, some onions and different vegetables. We want to grow as much as we can and be able to preserve as much as we can. I mean, look behind me. I mean, aside from a few store-bought things here, we've mostly got canned goods that either we grew ourselves or we bought from the local Amish farm. And that's the way that we want to go. That's the way we want to go for our future is to be able to do that because it's important to me. So I think as... Oh, man, I haven't even related back to the title of this live stream. Um, you become rich... I believe in skills for the future rather than financially because money nowadays means less and less. I mean, with inflation rising um, and the cost of goods rising and they're only going to rise, you see that it just gets more and more ridiculous to try to be able just to purchase 
things rather than work for things. I think work is undervalued, and I think more and more people should be working for the things that they need or want. Um, Lauren, I've got... I've actually got a mead on behind me right now. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work. I'm still tri trial and erroring the whole beer thing. I guess I'm more of a cider-ish kind of guy than, than beer. Beer's a little more um, difficult for me. I should try. I should see if I can go get some oats and whatnot. Maybe some barley. Maybe you'd come over and we can try to brew beer together. Because I think beer would be fairly easy. Just yeast and get the sugars out of some some berries and stuff, you know? But it's it's just really hard. I mean, I've been back and forth the last, goodness, six months because of winter. I've been back and forth the last six months trying to figure out if, if we want to stay in Canada. Um, I don't really want to. I don't know if I want to keep that a secret or not. Who cares? Um, because... What winter specifically, and then the political sphere, and just uh, all the out of the garbage. So, do we want to stay here? I love the ability to be able to hunt. I love the ability to be able to grow and then have a little bit of winter, which I think you can get, or I know you can get, throughout a lot of the United States. But, I don't know. It's still something we're considering. I'd love to just go to Mexico or somewhere, which I know um, the O'Leary Homestead. I don't know if they're in the chat tonight. They moved to Mexico, and I've been talking to them a little bit. And I'd love to just not just, yeah, like Matt says, not just because of the regulations, but just for the growing season, too. And it just, I don't know, frustrated overall. And I think part of that, again, just goes back to it being wintertime and me feeling cooped up in the house. You're not actually cooped up, but you're just like... I want to be out in the garden. And I think maybe, again, that goes back to the holistic um, medicine thing. Does grounding really help that much? If, you, if I was to be able now, right now, to be able to step outside on fresh dirt or grass, would that have a major effect on me either physiologically or psychologically? And I do not know. I know people who would claim it does, but will it? I don't know. I'm not certain. I would like to think so. And that is part of the reason is that I think it would be more healthful. It would be more healthful for our family and our bodies to not have to go through six months of just, like, chaos. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, going out and checking on the chickens is enough for right now. I mean, if we had a barn that I could actually go into, and I think that's what a lot of homesteaders or hobby farmers are really dealing with is there's a big gap. There's a big gap between hobby farmer or homesteader and farmer because when you don't, for a lot of people, when you don't have a big barn or you don't have a sizable barn that you can really get into out of the cold and do chores in and whatnot, you're just dealing in a little, for lack of a better term, shitty chicken coop, you, you, you're really stuck in this not wanting to do anything because you have to go out, feed them, water them, make sure they're clean, and then bail. Whereas if you had a barn, it'd be easier to, in my opinion, I don't know, I think it'd be easier to work in. I think I'd like it better if we had a big greenhouse. And I wish I wish we could get there. I wish we could, we could take our business as a homestead, as a farm, to be able to get there. And I think that's something we want to get to in the future, having greenhouses, having a barn. One, we want to have more space, um, which in turn we need more money for. 
Um, which reminds me, if you'd like to sign up for a Patreon, you can watch uh, Season 1 of Homegrown on there now. Homegrown show on Patreon. Uh, and so we're, we're trying to do as much as we can while still being under the weather. Not really sick, but just affected by all of this snow that we're getting the fluctuations i mean this season hasn't been terribly cold which has been a blessing but it's been so up and down it's been hot and then or warm not hot um hot for canada's standards i guess uh it's been warm and then cold and then it's just been too much so i'm trying to figure it all out um and it's just it, it's feeling impossible some days So, despite, or uh, in, what am I trying to say? Until we are able to move to Central America, move to Texas, like Matt suggested, we kind of need to suck it up, Buttercup, and just do our own whatever we can do. But I think in the meantime, as it stands, my retirement plan as a millennial is just an, an apocalypse, you know, just the collapse like, I, I, I'm kind of banking on Western civilization just collapsing as we know it. Not, not that I want that to happen, but, you know, like, it, it could happen. And it might, might be very nice for that to happen, especially for those of us that are, like, not prepped, right? I feel like there's, there's so many preppers out there that are, like, ready for it, but they've, they're, like, prepping in the sense of they're, like getting a lot of canned goods and they're not like you need to learn skills you need to learn things like not hoard money and gold bars and like build a bunker like that's great but like why would you do that that uh, building a bunker isn't going to save you like if you have oh i've got a, a a year supply worth of canned goods in my bunker like yeah okay if that if you have nuclear fallout but i don't think we're going to deal with nuclear i hope we don't need to deal with nuclear fallout but if you're just dealing with general, the fall of civilization, you have to build that back up. So you start at the bottom. You, you started at the bottom, now we're here. Um, yeah, you start at the bottom. You start and you farm again. You, you hunt, you forage, you gather. You, you really learn all of those skills while you can so that when, as, as, the as they say, when shit hits the fan, you're, you're ready. Like... Things won't change. If I just don't have power anymore, I've got my wood stove. I've seen there's a lot of propaganda pushing for um, anti-wood stove, going all-electric uh, vehicles and everything. There's a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding that stuff. But when, when you are no longer reliant on yourself or your community and you're reliant more on outside sources, whether it's the government or whether it's whatever... It, it makes it a lot harder for you to control your own life and your own destiny or whatnot. So the more that you can shrink supply chains, don't broaden this. Why, why am I buying um, garlic? When I buy garlic from Superstore, why am I buying garlic from China? That makes no sense. None to me. More people should be, should be growing garlic and selling garlic here to the... Uh, actually, no. Screw the big stores. More people should be growing and selling it intermongst ourselves, intermongst each other, because it's ridiculous that we're importing so much of this food into Canada. 
makes absolutely no sense for us to try uh, for for what we could do. I guess it, it does make sense with regards to the new um, carbon taxes and whatnot on all of these farms and all of these greenhouses. It makes it difficult for people to run a business to to have a life here. It's it's hard. And, you know, we try to take it lightly, one step at a time. And it's just, it's friggin' hard to sometimes meet up with other, other homesteaders, meet up with other creators, meet up with whomever. Because you want to be able to share. You want to be able to share these things with other people. Um, hi, Wes. Wes is joining in on the YouTube chat. Yeah, I know. I talked about it. But you guys give me the tag, the... Tag the um, Waterfowl East YouTube page here, Wes, if you're still watching there. So that people can go watch some of the videos. Either the videos I made or whatnot. But, um, yeah, I want to see. So, this weekend, this weekend we are going to uh, package up all of the seeds from the seed swap. So, thank you to everybody who participated in that. I think there is like 20 or so people. Um, which may not seem like a lot, but is amazing that we got, I think they're all New Brunswick based, which is super cool. So we've got a ton of seeds that we'll be uh, packaging up and mailing out this weekend at uh, the McPherson's. And I want to, you know what, I want to be like Matt. If you don't follow Matt's page, his uh, McPherson's Natural B, AP, I forget what their tag is on Facebook, but you should really follow their page because he's like one step ahead of me maybe three steps ahead of me for some of the stuff they're doing from collecting maple syrup or collecting sap and making maple syrup, getting the mill that he's talking about there in the chat. Like there's so many skills that you could learn. I'd like to get a flour mill and start milling, milling flour or wheat berries. I know that's a lot of work, but, um, Oh, Matt switched over to, to YouTube. Thanks buddy. I do need the watch hours on YouTube and I would rather pay attention to the YouTube chat anyway. So if you're not on the YouTube chat, you should be. Here, let me paste it. Bang. Oh, no. What did I do? Not that one. Um, share. Copy. Paste. There we go. Oh, my soul. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is just terrible. Chaos up in here, you know? So what we're what we're dealing with societally is just so much um, garbage, so much garbage overall, and it's stuff that I really don't want to deal with personally. I don't care about a lot of the socio-political issues of today. What I care about is we make less money because we're taxed more, and I do see Brent. I'm in the YouTube chat now. It's because nobody's normally in the YouTube chat, so shut your face. Um, <laughs> We're in a we're in a private chat on Telegram, Brent and uh, a few of us, <laughs> and it gets brutal over there. The private homegrown chat is like sassy sometimes. Um, what's massive? That be awesome. We pulled our resources, hoping to get our mill or our chip. Yeah. So I I think that within this community or within our communities, what we should be focusing more on is is doing what we can together. And learning how to divvy up different tasks. I was—I don't know if you saw—we posted a tips for winterizing chickens. That was written by my friend Tyla Hopkins. Uh, her and her husband have been—we've been good friends forever, and uh, like since high school, frig. And um, 
they were talking about, or she and Nicole were talking about, being able to being able to divvy up the tasks because I think it's important to be able to not necessarily focus systemically or systematically on one thing. I think when you only focus on one thing, you kind of get lost in the ether. So when, when you can focus on multiple things, when you can focus on, um, your little patch of garden, but then if you specifically for your community are growing the tomatoes or the chickens or the beef whatever, then within your community, and I'm talking small, I'm talking 20, 30, maybe 50 people, you're this almost commune of, of people is when you're able to really supply for yourself. Because when you're trying to, man, supply so many people, when you're going to farmer's markets with people that don't care about you or your farm, and they just want the cheapest price for the best, like, no, garbage, don't need that. But when you can trade services, when you can trade um, knowledge, whether that that's uh, Matt's mill that he's got, or whether it's maple syrup or honey, like things that people like, there are people who are allergic to bees that can't keep bees, but would love to have some honey. Like Brent would love to have some honey. He'd love to have some more of my honey, wouldn't you? Um, I think he's running out. There, look. See, Nicole's on the tagging game over here on Facebook. Look at her go. She's actually paying attention to both streams. That's kind of cool. So the more that we can focus as a community, as a community, to be able to do stuff, and I wish y'all didn't live so far away. I feel like y'all live so... We're scattered. We've got this really cool community, especially throughout New Brunswick, of people but that, that, that have gotten scattered. I got a message this week from somebody in Sussex just wishing for friends. Right. And I, I wish we had the funds. I mean, again, if you if you would join our um, Patreon so that we can have a little little cash flow and whatnot, I might end up what I might end up doing is crowdfunding for some land so that we can really build up this community farm, because I think what we've got is a really great community here of some really great people. And I think none of us deserves to starve or be frustrated at the challenges individually, right? Like talking to Laura or talking to different people about, yeah, I am far. Hey, there's other people that are far away, Matt. I think talking to, talking to um, people that have their grievances with regards to their animals, with regards to their growing stuff. Um, we're just, we're also scattered. So if we could find, I don't know, 50 or a hundred acres that we could all live and work on and not be like one of these factory farms that has 50 acres of potatoes or, or 20 acres of corn, but actually sustainably grow most of our food, have some wood so that we can harvest our wood for our wood stoves. And I don't know, basically an Amish community. That's what I want. Amish or Mennonite. That's what I want to be. Like they got it going on. I don't think that, that everybody gets it, though. I think that there's a lot of people in the homestead community that are kind of dabbling, and I would be sort of one of them, that are just dabbling in this lifestyle, trying to figure it out. Um, I guess what, what we're trying to do is figure out if we can do it without a lot of upfront cost, because a lot of us have no money. We don't make a lot. When you work for yourself, heck, I make movies for a living. I make TV shows. There's not a lot of money in that when you're small scale. So we're trying to figure out how to save up enough to be able to do this larger scale, but then still pay your bills, right? Which is just, I don't know, it's, it's a whole thing. So if you have any suggestions of how we could go about this, let me know. 
because we have more family on the way. I mean, with Nicole pregnant, it just makes things even more complicated. But I think it is of great value to be able to work together as a community to be able to achieve one goal. And I think that's what we're doing in large part. I mean, with the seed sharing, with with this benefit of, of things on social media, being able to talk to each other, being able to bounce ideas off of each other, it's huge. But when it comes to supply chain, you're so far away. And the price of gas, I mean, I'm, I'll need to buy a still to make my own ethanol, to buy, make biodiesel or something so I can be cruising down the highway on free fuel. Then the tax man will come for me because he can't friggin' um, can't stand it. Can't deal with me um, making my own fuel. So, I don't know. It, I don't know what the solution is or if there is one, really, with regards to figuring it all out. I, there probably isn't one. But I think the more that we can work together, even talk together, heck, I, I think it... it, it builds this big ideal i think i think a lot of people are stuck in kind of this middle ground of of trying it out and getting started and i think if if you can figure it out just to get started i got a message this week asking about how to get started with chickens and i feel almost so far removed from the first time we got chickens because i had started posting for a while and we just got chickens given to us like i think in our first year here, I got something like 50 chickens just given to me. Most of them were already laying, which was super cool. So it was being able to to have those chickens and to be able to use them immediately. Like, it's not like, I feel like a lot of people will get chicks and be like, all right, they'll be laying by summertime, which is just not reality. And you end up not being able to utilize, like, until fall. Right, you, you end up not being able to use those chickens, and then you're trying to figure out what you're, what you're going to do. So I think we kind of all need to figure out how we can work together, best work together, and do some more, you know? Kill stuff. That's so important. I know I mentioned that earlier, but I think it's so important for men to be able to get blood on their hands. <laughs> That sounds so bad to be able to say it that way, but I think it's true that men have not, in the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years, really, not not everybody, that's not true, not everybody, but I think there are some, um, and more, it's getting more and more of, we're, we're, we're lied to and told that we need to go into the cities, and we need to make a ton of money, and that's how crypto is going to save us, um, but I think the reality is that skills and learning and figuring it out along the way is is really where the true um value where wealth wealth is the word i was looking for i couldn't find the word wealth is found in knowledge because when here sawyer <laughs> um wealth is found from from true knowledge because you need to be able to do these things. Because we're going into... What are you talking about, bud? I think we're going into this dark age. This scary time where all we want to do is this. Just sort of on a computer. Just consume. Which I'm not saying to stop. Because this is how our relationship continues. For the most part. Some of you I've met in real life. Some of you I haven't yet. I would hope to. We should have a get together. Shouldn't we? We should have a get together this summer. 
a lot of people. We've got a lot of cool people that we've met. It'd be like a private thing. Invitation only, you know? But I think we're coming into a dark time societally where where people need to need to do more, need to know more, need to rely on other people. We need to go back 40 or 50 years and be able to say, okay, I toil my own field. I don't work 70 or 80 hours a week on my job, but rather I, I work on the farm, the homestead. I raise chickens. I raise ducks. I raise bees. I go and I go shoot an animal um, in the fall or even in the spring. Here in New Brunswick, you can shoot a spring bear. So I think if, if you can do that, um, if, if you're able to do more stuff for yourself, a black flannel event. <laughs> yeah, I think if you can do more for yourself, um, but also be continually learning from other people, not afraid to fail. I mean, look at the stuff I'm sharing online, how much stuff I've failed at. I'm working on a... a um, wood stove video right now gonna get to talk about how i blew myself up back in 2021 uh that was an experience but but more and more i'm getting i'm sweating out my brain is frying right now it's so hot in the basement with the wood stove but we will be creating more content we will be putting more out there hopefully trying to talk to more people and potentially like i said putting on an event i think an event is something that we should really look look into for the summertime um with the new baby and whatnot i don't know how it'll work out maybe somebody else can host and we can kind of guest and show up and hang out with people for a bit but yeah definitely an opportunity to be able to share knowledge to be able to share experiences and to learn just to meet people because this online stuff's great but when you can learn and meet people that have that share the same values, that share uh, the same ideals, and have some similar ideas, you can bounce stuff off of people. You can learn. And as nice as this online social media is, getting together in person is much, much more important. Because then you've got actual friends, people. You can judge. You can. The body language is so. Oh, sorry, you're shaking the camera. What's up? You coming over? Come say hi. Are you telling me I'm done my live stream? So we're just coming to say hi. Don't spill my tea on my uh, laptop. Oh, goodness boy. What are you doing? Well, this might be this might be the end of her for tonight. <laughs> if he's coming to hang out and say hi. But yeah, think about that. How more, if you can learn more skills and you can figure out more things with more people. Um, and, and with regards to, um, no, don't reveal my bald spot here. Don't you? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh my goodness. You're showing off my ball. Oh, you, uh, you want me to wear it backwards? I need to wear it backwards. Apparently. Is that better? Is that good? Yeah. So physiologically, if you can figure out medicine for yourself, holistic medicine, and try to treat your body better than it has been treated in the past, I don't know, three years specifically, um, no reason. But if you can figure out how to treat your body better than it has, you will be in a better spot. You will feel better. You'll have more energy. And I, that's uh, preaching to the choir. I need to do this too. So if we can figure that out together, if you have any tips and tricks on, on different holistic things that we could dive into, I'm definitely open to it. So uh, leave me a comment, send me a message, 
whatever, because I'm always open to and looking for new ways to learn, new ways to um, heal thyself, if you will, because I think not only mentally or, or like psycho psychologically, but physically, I think there are many ways that we just aren't talking about, many ways that aren't necessarily being discussed in popular media that you kind of need to dig out of and find for yourself. So if we can figure it out, you know, I think it'll be for the best. Okay, I'm burning up. It's only been 45 minutes. I was hoping for an hour, but it is what it is. If you were just hopping on to the end of this live stream um, or didn't catch the beginning, I will post it on our or it will be posted everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, and it will be on our podcast. We have a homesteading podcast. It's just these live streams for now until we get chats with other people. If you are not subscribed to our Patreon, go help us out. Send us a little love over there at Homegrown Show on Patreon. You can watch season one of Homegrown Show there as well. If you signed up for the Seed Swap, they will be coming in the mail next week. We are packaging them this weekend. Thank you, Matt and Carla. We're going to go hang out there for a little bit to be able to send those out. But otherwise, you know what? Do good. Stay good. Stay healthy. Uh, I know this time of year can be hard sometimes, but do your best. And um, I'm going to finish my, my weed tea, my marijuana tea. See if it does anything for me. I don't know. Maybe it'll just put me to sleep. Maybe I'll just sleep well tonight. It's 7 o'clock. We'll just go for a schnooze. We'll go for a schnooze. And we will talk to you soon.